Whether you are thinking about becoming a restaurateur or you are already in the business, Michael Politz has written a must-read, The Food and Beverage Magazine's Guide to Restaurant Success. Pick up your copy today at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Books A Million, or wherever fine books are sold. Food and Beverage Magazine Live, bringing food and beverage to life with your hosts, James Beard Award winner Jennifer English and Food and Beverage Magazine publisher Michael Politz. Featuring leaders in the hospitality, branded food and beverage, and CPG industries, many of whom are Jennifer and Michael's friends in the business. For an informal and informative conversation where friends in the business share the latest intel, ideas, and best practices. Live, juicy inside scoop from the tastemakers, newsmakers, bread bakers, drink shakers, spoon lickers, clam diggers, farms, foodies, and friends of the food and beverage magazine world. Here are your hosts, Jennifer English and Michael Politz. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome. We're going to take a trip today to Southern California, where when you're by the beach, think of all the things you want to have. Usually, when people fantasize about being near an ocean or a beach, immediately tropical things come to mind, tropical drinks. And you can't really think of tropical drinks without thinking of rum and maybe of all the spirits. And I'm going to leave champagne out of it because I do think champagne is, is pretty convivial. And out of all of the spirits, you could make the argument that rum is the most convivial and social of them all, which is why we're going to go to the Rum Social Club in Laguna Beach and speak to their executive chef, Nick Herrera, who joins us now from the most beautiful place in Southern California. How are you? I'm doing great. Great. How are you doing, Jennifer? Awesome. I'm psyched to, to talk to you. There's lots of reasons why we wanted to have you on the show today. And here we are on the cusp of autumn. And people may be wondering, well, what has that got to do with rum and the history of rum and why maybe this time of year is the best time of year for rum cocktails and why Rum Social is the place for rum cocktails and it's the epicenter of the cocktail of the moment world. Uh, so I thought I'd have you introduce everybody to Rum Social that hasn't heard of it before or hasn't been there before, because we believe it's a place that while it has a local essence, it's having a global inspirational impact. And I think that you nailed it on the button with that one. Um, global inspiration is definitely one of the key components to Rum Social's identity and brand, if you will. Um, we are Definitely, or you would consider a tropical escape. You know, you 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 seek uh, almost like a vacation vibe as you go to Laguna to really pay homage to everything surrounding us, and then beyond that, what we have globally. Uh, rum Social definitely offers you a vast variety of rums and in influences from anywhere from the Caribbean to Indonesia, from also parts of Southeast Asia, where we really get the channel and have fun with the menu creating this uh, coastal cuisine with a tropical escape. Can you talk a little bit about the history of rum? Because when we do, we go to public houses going back hundreds of years. We didn't have lots of different spirits back then. We might've had an ale, a cider, and a rum. Those were the big things that were the cornerstones of public house life, tavern life, then 
once we got into saloon life and whiskey became a thing. But when we go really all the way to our roots of what I can call modern, meaning, you know, in the last three or 400 years, modern conviviality and public houses, rum had a really big role from punches and, and drinks. Can you talk a little bit about how it was the, the spirit that welcomed people who traveled to public houses and relied on public houses for food and beverage? Well, I think um, the beauty of history with rum kind of just channels where it all, it all started from. Um, I do believe the natural sugar cane from rum really highlights the beauty of the, you know, what, what, it, what it really brings to the table. Um, going into history, history, I can't dive, divulge too much about it because I'm still early in the stages of rum drinking myself, but what I have had, it's nothing what I've experienced. I remember, you know, as a younger, a younger child, just sitting there thinking, drinking rum and like, wow, like that's not for me. But as you start to influence more flavors and more, uh, more spirits and more, I'd say collaborations, such as Malahat that we uh, partnered up with in San Diego, it's yeah. really brought a whole new highlight to me in, in the kitchen because it's not just the natural, the natural flavors that come out of it, but the, the influences that allow us to pair with different foods. Um, we have a black tea uh, rum. We have a ginger tea rum. We have a barrel-aged rum. So it's, it has a, little, a lot of, uh, how you can say, a lot of varieties. So, well, the reason I was asking that question historically, because it was always a very food-friendly spirit. It was mm -hmm. the thing that you would enjoy with the food you would eat. And it has a long history of being paired with, you know, tiki food or tropical food or Southeast Asian food or Caribbean food. And there are just things that lend itself to the, the rum and food pairing. And I, I thought maybe it was a, a point to jump off and say, talk a little bit for us about what your philosophy of flavor and hospitality are at Rum Social. I, really, I definitely believe in the tropical escape is something we want to pinpoint on when it comes to Rum Social. Uh, with the influences of rum and all the different flavors that we get to compare, uh, compile into our recipes, such as the beets being uh, flavored with the, the black tea ginger rum. And, you know, we have the ginger rum glazed uh, plantains that we use uh, the Kapali with as well. I, it has so many different uh, properties, so many different abilities to be masked and uh, played with. That I, I definitely, uh, I mean, for me personally, I just enjoy being able to taste the rum and then look at the food and then just compartmentalize something to put on a dish. I think that's good. One, one of the things that I wanted to make sure we talked about as a chef, you think of the guest experience and you think of the flavors that you're serving your guests with the cuisine that you prepare. Talk a little bit about crafting cocktails and sips to pair and accentuate the foods that are coming from the kitchen? Well, that just comes from where I, I mean, my, my base is always, you know, uh, something spicy, something sweet, something crunchy, something acidity. And in not, not in all those forms. And also bringing back like the natural cane sugar from the drinks. It's not that I'm looking for something sweet in every single bite of food or something spicy in every single cocktail. The, the beautiful palate that we have have little receptors. So if you can play with the natural sugars from the rum and you make a spicy component in a dish, it actually has a really well pairing. So the second you hit the spiciness from the food, the natural sugar just 
automatically pairs with the the said cocktail, tiki drink, or dish that we could be able to create, put together. Talk a little bit about your menus right now going into the autumn for 2022. Oh, it's very exciting. Uh, We have a couple of new menu items that we are actually uh, setting to launch in, you know, the coming month. Uh, One of them being a curry pumpkin soup that I'm very excited about. Um, A guava rum infused butter for like our house made uh, rum social rolls. Uh, You'll have like a rum guava with butter that you can pour all over. Say that again slowly so that I can have it wash over my own palate with your words. (laughs) Uh, So for myself, I love to bake. I love to do everything from scratch, as you know, a lot of us do as chefs. So we have our own rustic bread that we bake daily in-house, and it's going to be paired with a whipped guava butter that we infuse with the uh, with our, our Malahat spirits as well. So let's mention the Malahat spirits. Uh, Introduce Malahat. everybody to this, because this may be new for some of our listeners. Man, if you're, if you're local to San Diego, I, I highly, highly recommend um, jumping down and looking up the Malahat. Um, the owner is Tenley. He has really opened my eyes when it comes to actually the ability to really play with rum. Um, he has really, really cool flavors. It's down in San Diego. Uh, we had set up a partnership with him at Rum Social. So we actually have a collaboration with uh, the actual Rum Social bottles labeled with the Malahat Spirit that you come down and pick up from Rum Social and they go to the beach. It's a little more of a trip instead of having to venture down to San Diego if you're not too close to it. But um, I definitely recommend coming down and trying our Malahat Spirit rum tasting we have about four different spirits that we can love to have you guys try and taste it's really opened my eyes personally when it comes to rum i know that you're somebody who's inspired by produce and fruits and vegetables and that you have a very um well-defined sense of food and flavor can you talk as a chef about your philosophy of food and flavor uh i i love the ability to look at food as flavor as almost like a template right um chefs are given the ability to share history and culture through food and flavor and vegetables and proteins i i personally love to play with vegetables i think they have such a vast uh vast ability to showcase what your talents can be i mean you have the ability to play with the steak you have the ability to play with the chicken and within its limitations you know you'll be able to execute a chicken or a steak or so on and so forth but i but for me personally, I think vegetables are, A, they're super friendly, um, they're health, they're health oriented. And beyond that, they're a blank canvas. So you can really take yourself anywhere in the world of, of cuisine with, you know, a specific vegetable. And from there, you know, really kind of highlight some, uh, some of these really cool dishes that we like to play with at Rum Social. When we cook proteins, it's very automatic to think of cooking and fire, especially when we look backwards and we look at where the traditions, where they come from. Fire is not necessarily something we associate with cooking with vegetables, although we're on the precipice of a whole new movement about thinking about fruits and vegetables and and produce and plants. Um, Can you talk a little bit about some of the techniques that you deploy at Rum Social and how important as a chef is something like fire to you? What are the things that you're doing that are a little bit non-traditional that are meant to inspire in this conversation for the young people, who, the young chefs coming up who are watching you today? Well, I mean, I think uh, uh, fire, salt, 
eating acid, you know, one of the one of the really cool shows on Netflix. But fire, fire, it all starts with fire. Fire and water is where is where we get brought back to our natural instincts. And so one of the cool techniques that we like to do at Rum Social is play with fire, you know, using our vast variety of rums to flambe, to infuse, to take off, you know, the sharpness and to influence those really beautiful uh like ginger notes or black tea notes or other flavors in the actual rums itself that get cooked off with the fire. Um, beyond that, I mean, we have really cool vast techniques of grilling on top of uh, wood fire as well, where, you know, you get the tataki of a seared fish where you can get a nice wood fire smoky flavor and let it cool down. And then you still kind of have like a raw shimi, but let's still have like those little bitter notes from the heat, which gives a dish a complexity that a lot of, you know, kitchens either don't utilize all the time or just, you know, maybe, maybe not, it's not for that concept, but around social, we definitely want to be able to push the envelope with fire, water, with the ability to do curing, smoking. I'm really into making like all our own soy sauces, uh, inoculations, wow. molds, uh, stuff like that. I mean, given, given the tools and techniques we've kind of gotten from chefs like Renee Zeppeli in the book of like art, art of fermentations and stuff like that, really trying to just make it as craft as possible. But it's also paying homage to where we're at, you know, and I think Laguna Beach, California is it's a tribute to be a part of Laguna Beach, California. You know, the the food destination down there is growing so vastly. And from for me personally, just to be a part of Rum Social and everything that we're going to be going into the next the next season, and the next the next menu, um, I, I couldn't be more excited about. When you talk about fire, I'm going back to those rustic breads that you make from scratch. And I imagine you griddling them to just a perfect toast with just a tiny scintilla of black char from the fire and then lathering them and slathering them with your guava butter and then having that tropical fruit note release as it hits the heat of the grilled bread and just become really perfumed and aromatic. You're getting all those notes of toastiness of the bread and that guava fruit, and I'm like tropical paradise right now. And like to complement that, I mean, what 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 more? You know, maybe like a fish dish. You know, maybe like an algo chili. Maybe maybe we're gonna go somewhere in the Southeast Asian where you know you have a like a nice fresh papaya spicy salad. Like we're not so much just grounded by the influence of being like a Caribbean or Southeast Asian or just rum itself. I think the biggest thing for rum social that we want to get across is the tropical escape. You know, we want to give you the vacation vibes so you can go there and also have like a really nice date night, but also be in comfort to having a steak coming right off the beach. So it's just being able to having those two balances, the best of both worlds. Well, we also love that you've got an inspiration for people that they can share. And if they don't live in Laguna Beach, if they are, let's just imagine they're in the north or the Midwest and, you know, in the upper peninsulas of Michigan, where it's starting to get cool at night, where there literally might be frost on the pumpkin in the next 30 days, where we're starting to get that chill. I want you to imagine that these flavors and these inspirations that are coming from Rum Social are the kinds of things that are really going to lend themselves to this time of year. Chef, would you talk about some of the things that you all are doing in the coming month or two that we really want to share news-wise with our audience? Um, Rum Social is definitely a progression restaurant. Obviously, we've opened um, on March 15th. So we're still going through the tribulations of opening any new company, any new business. So the exciting part of that is everything that has to come for it. So 
Uh, we started launching brunch um, Saturday and Sundays. So you'll be able to come experience Rum Social in the early evenings while you're visiting Laguna Beach. Uh, furthermore, we started launching the Tiki Thursday where you'll have some of our, you know, handcrafted Tiki cocktails being the Jungle Bird, the Dead Tiki, and the, the Happy Buddha, which I, I, I find to be the funniest one of me personally. But uh, we, we offer a lot of cool things, you know, anything from uh, private buyouts uh, for the holidays to come. Um, and then also the new menu that we're going to be really uh, excited to launch here in about a month. Well, are there any recipes for tiki drinks that you can share with me that I can share with our audience? Because uh, if anybody out there like me is tasting the Demerara and the Velvet Falernum and the fresh squeezed juices and that incredible tang that comes from a really balanced, sweet and sour tiki cocktail, I think a lot of people like me are ready to get the shaker out. Well, I think that's probably the, also the beauty of um, Rum Social is the vast uh, techniques and young talent that we really have promoting the bar between Marlene and Sean. We really have some really cool, innovative uh, mixologists behind the bar creating these cocktails. So I really, I, I really want to express the fact that it's coming on down to Rum Social and getting some of these cocktails in your hands with like the really cool drinks that they actually have produced and the custom mugs that we have from Garrison Brothers and collaborations from all these other spirits who are really sponsoring us at Rum Social to launch this Tiki Thursday. And even then you get a chance to come down and even try the pairings with the bites as well. I love that. And before we say thank you and let you go, um, Rum Social also is a brand new restaurant post-COVID. And it, it, it stands to reason that your message of perseverance and hopefulness is important for the industry as we continue to take steps into the future of food. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what it's been like to be a new restaurant uh, post-COVID? I think the one of the key words right there is perseverance. Um, obviously, going through a world pandemic where it affected and still affects this industry constantly, where this the the cost of goods who are still skyrocketed up there, the the lack of ebb and flow of guests who may still be considering staying in. Um, but it did it did allow us to really think outside the box in terms of what COVID did to this industry and having to utilize outside resources, new uh new connections, new vendors. Um, this this industry for me is all about pivoting and adapting. And to having Rum Social's uh, ownership and backing, I think we're we're set up for nothing but success. Uh, yeah. I th I think for also for the whole the whole pandemic, it really gave us a lot of opportunity because if it wasn't for that pandemic, I wouldn't be at Rum Social, right? I think a lot of the talent got spread out, not just in Orange County, but for the other restaurants that had really really talented cooks and sous chefs and other execs that had to just unfortunately let people go due to the hard times. It really spread out the talent. So I'm really excited to see the high tide and all ships ride in, in, in Southern California uh, for the food, food cuisine and being a part of Rum Social and really trying to um, highlight what we're going to be bringing to the table in the near, the near future. Chef, before we let you go, talk a little bit about where your culinary journey um, started and, and where it took you and how you got to Rum Social. Oh, I, uh, I love food. Um, 
I, food found me in a way that I will never, ever forget. And being a, being a guest to the game, being a guest to the, the industry, and never really thinking about becoming a chef until I got to experience what food could really be. And that was in uh, downtown Santa Ana. Uh, it was a restaurant called The Playground. And I used to eat there all the time. And it got to the point where I decided to make a dedication to myself. And I went to the executive chef at the time. His name was Jason Quinn. And I asked him, like, hey, you know, I love what you do. Uh, where, where, where do I go? Where, where do you think I should learn? And he gave me my first apron, my first coat, my first knife. And I ended up doing a six-month stage as an intern. Mirapol, spoon techniques. And from there, just trying to create milestones, um, became the, uh, got a job on the fry station, um, became the headline cook, became the sous chef, became uh, one of the sous chefs in the dinner theater, uh, Playground 2.0 where I spent my last six years uh, working there uh, doing 18-person tabletops. After that, I got uh, the pleasure of going to Taco Maria under Chef Carlos Salgado, um, where he won the Michelin star. And it was really cool to be, you know, be a part of something so empowering. And then from there, I was offered to go to uh, Angler uh, under Chef Joshua Hughes. But then uh, the renovations took forever. And so I ended up in Dana Point. Dana Point, uh, COVID happened. And then from there, brought me into around social. So, I mean, I haven't worked in too many places, but I, I'm really proud to be coming from places that I have come from and being being coached by the chefs that I had the opportunity to be coached by and really just transfer, um, translate that into what we get to do at Rum Social. You know, bring, bringing in that craft, bringing in that, that day-to-day hustle and just bringing in that concept of, uh, you know, really nice cuisine with a fun flavor and really just coaching coaching the staff and trying to try and develop a culture. I love that. Thank you so much for being here with us and for introducing everybody to Rum Social. Chef Nick Carrera is joining us today from Rum Social in Laguna Beach in Southern California, arguably one of the more beautiful places in California. And with what we are all facing as we head into autumn, I want to remind people that the history of rum is a long one in in the United States, but they take it all over the world. And it's really one of the most convivial spirits. It's one of the most food-friendly spirits. Not only are they making exotic and delicious cocktails with it, but they're pairing it with the cuisine and adding it to cuisine for that sense of balance and brightness. I'm really thrilled that you were here to join us and tell everybody about this because I think there's inspiration to be found. No, thank you again. Thank you again for having me and the opportunity just to really share what Rum Social brings to the table and what Rum Social is actually going to be making for the table in the near future. Come back and visit us again anytime. I'd love to. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chef. How did you meet these fantastic men? Ian, Paul, it's so lovely to have you here with us. Welcome. And I raise my glass to welcome you. Welcome. The incredible Vanessa Hudgens and Oliver Trevina. Hello and welcome. Hi. Cheers. Hi. How are you doing? I want to talk about the fact that the incredible Padma Lakshmi is joining us. Our extraordinary friend, Diane Mina, joins us from her home. Tower, who joins us today from his home in the beautiful Merida, Mexico. He joins us now, Chef Ming Tsai. Aloha and welcome. 
What's going on, Jen? Good to see you.